Welcome along folks to the Michael Miro show. Hope you're all doing well out there whenever you're listening to this. Folks, got a very special episode today as I am sitting down to talk to Ray Lonergan. Now Ray is a teacher down at the Douglas Street campus. He teaches art there and that's where I studied art for two years from 2016. That was where I met Ray and a lot of the other teachers down there and just really loved this I had a wonderful absolutely fantastic time nothing but great memories and um, it was just lovely to sit down and chat with Ray again and in this interview we talk about art obviously uh, creating art learning about art teaching art um, his own career as a teacher. We just had an absolutely wonderful time. I, I really think you're going to enjoy this interview. Um, I'll back again at the end for more. If you want to learn more about the college that Ray teaches at, there is a link in the description. It's the Douglas Street campus in Cork City. Now I should say that originally this interview was recorded for another podcast. Uh, I had previously announced another podcast called Michael Muto's Art Project and unfortunately that project is no longer going through, it's not happening anymore. So, but I thought, hey, I've got the interviews, i got two interviews, i got one with Ray and next week I've got another interview with the artist Skinner, so I'm going to play those for you. This week it's the brilliant Ray, next week it's the brilliant Skinner. So there we go. Anyway, here we go. Without further ado, here is my interview with Ray Lonergan. Well, Ray, uh, who, of course, was my teacher. Uh, <laughs> uh, spent yep. lovely two years there. And that was where I met you, Ray. Very now, good. so uh, um, that's the introduction of me to you anyway. But um, so I suppose what I want to start talking about is, um, I suppose that, really i mean like what i was gonna actually i was gonna go in for the basic standard uh horrible old interview question of how did you get interested in art in the first place ray yeah (laughs) we'll answer that question you can yeah 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 it's it's not a bad story actually i didn't i had a very bad art teacher in secondary school Mm -hmm. and um like this person would uh, sit at the top of the room just knitting all of the time. She never gave any direction, any lessons whatsoever. She'd say something like, paint a windy day. And then we would just get paper. And then an hour and 20 minutes later, she would just say, class up and uh, or class finished and we'd leave. Mm. So by the time the junior cert or the intercert, as it was known, came around, yeah, I kind of had enough. I, I did... I did uh, I did art for the junior cert, intercert, and I got an A. But I that was the end of me in doing art. Uh, I kind of thought I might do it for the leaving cert myself. But uh, so I, I kind of stopped it in school. I, I didn't do art for leaving cert, and um, I. But I, I was always kind of painting. I got into mm-hmm. oil painting, and I used to uh, used to quite a bit. Uh, so then, but my big interest at the time was computers, and computers were, were kind of a new thing. This I'm talking. This is back in the '80s, and Michael, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So <laughs> I was into kind of computers and and writing uh, uh, programming. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah. So I kind of thought that's where I would go. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I went to the local IT, I went to their, their open day and um, I went to go to talk to the computer department about, you know, what what's the course like and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, they had gone on a break. Um, so I wandered around and then I saw the place where the art people were. And mm-hmm. so I said, you know, I'll just have a chat with them. And I was talking to a guy there when the lectures and he kind of said, yeah, maybe you know, if you're interested, just, you know, um, bring in your work for an interview and we'll have a look at your work and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, again, this was before CEO and stuff, you know, um, you just kind of like applied straight to the college. Yep. So, yeah, I, I so I, I, I got an, an interview date and I went in and I brought my paintings in a black bin bag <laughs> and um, showed them to a guy in there, Confei was his name. And uh, I got a letter a few days later kind of saying, basically, you have a place if you want it. Wow. So, and yeah. these are the paintings you did in secondary school or did you do it on your own at home as well? These too? are my own paintings, yeah. I, I, okay. I, 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 landscape painting. I used to get up, I was very, I was very good in, in so far mm. as I often get up like at five o'clock in the morning and, and go off painting the sunrise, that kind of scenario. Oh. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, mm. uh, I was, and, um, so that's I kind of got in. I got in then, and I kind. Of, do you know what? Actually, I, mm-hmm. I I know what I'm doing next year because this is six years. So I know what I'm doing next year. I'm going to art college. Yeah. So I I told my parents they weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> the classic story. Yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? You know, struggling artists yeah. and stuff. So mm-hmm. again, I joined it. It was great because um, I went from an all boys school into a, a a a first year an art college where the male female proportion was about like eighty percent female. To, and that was a big deal. I tell you, when you're when you're 18, like you know, what I mean, to of go course. from robot school into uh, <laughs> into an art college where there's yeah. lots of really um, interesting people to meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, and I kind of got went through it then and through the art college fairly okay. Um, yeah. And uh, it came out at the other end after four years again with that decision: what will I do? Mm. So I applied for a master's in NCAD. And two of my friends were applying for teacher training. So I applied also for teacher training. I didn't get the master's. So I got the teacher training job, or course. Ah. And I did that. And I got through that. And then um, I moved to Cork (laughs) and met my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. And I kind of settled in Cork. And um, I just started my first job then in Cork teaching. And, um, but th- th- there was no plan. There was no plan to, you know, yeah. I wasn't kind of like leaving school. So I'm going to be an art teacher. I, I didn't, yeah. you know, it's just, I suppose just things came up and I just went along with them. Is that, does that make sense? You know? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I found myself then, um, <clears throat> in a very, very rough school, like literally on the first day of my job, uh, of the job, my motorbike was stolen from the car park. <laughs> and um, I remember one day kind of going home after a day's work. And during that day, I had uh, broken up a knife fight between two students. I had put oh out a fire goodness. in the room and I'd been spat at. And I kind of thought most people, most teachers don't get to do this no. in their entire teaching career, you know? Yeah. So anyway, after after a while, after a year of that, I kind of quit that job because it was just mm. too hard. And uh I mean, it was trial by fire straight away. My goodness. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. There was a lot. You know, again, I, you know, again, you're just new in the job and stuff. You're still uh, yeah. teaching training, you know. So it wasn't terrible. It wasn't a terrible hard job. Actually, I actually mm. did. 
I think I did quite well at it because I was, I don't know, for some reason, I was quite a tough back those days. So stuff didn't phase me, you know, knife mm. fight didn't phase me. I just intervened, you know, nothing bothered me or phased me. Does that make sense, you know? So yeah, aggression uh, like yeah. yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know how I would react to go, there was a knife fight today. A yeah. knife, like they had knives and they were fighting with the knives. Like, Two I girls, don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. In a basketball game, yeah. So, Jeepers. Yeah. And um, and then I, I got another job. And mm. after two years, um, that didn't quite work out. Uh, stuff outside my control, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up in my current job. And I've been there now a long time, over 30 something years. But again, there's a moral. I always feel there's a moral in these stories. It'd be moralistic, yeah. but sometimes mm-hmm. stuff doesn't work out. Uh, but other stuff comes up, which is better. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it's keeping the eye out and making sure you're accepting of those, uh, you know, the in, uh, the um, opportunities. The word I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Uh, when they come along, then yeah. Yeah. Sometimes stuff goes wrong, and you kind of oh no, yeah. this is terrible. But then it's just because something better has to come along later yeah. on. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. I try. I've tried I mean, to... you. The first day you went in for the to the uh, college, and the uh, IT people weren't there, and yeah. you went down to the art course, and there we go. I mean, you know, it's amazing, like how things work out sometimes. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, to because most people when they think of going to art college, and they would think, right, I'm going to be a big artist now, and I want a big art thing. Mm. But you went straight to teaching. I think yeah. this is a lot about uh, what, what what drew you to teaching. Yeah, as I said, it was just um, it it was to do something. I wasn't sure what I was going to do, so I mm. I, I just did, I applied and got into it. I can't, it's 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 it sounds shocking that there was no major vocational drive or anything like that, you know. But mm. I'll tell you what did happen then, right? After I got into teaching a few years, um. Again, a couple of things happened to me. One is I kind of thought, actually, do you know what? I need to up my game a bit um, mm-hmm. because in the, in St. John's, or now Dublin Street campus, you could have somebody in the class who was a former engineer, bank manager, uh, somebody who was run a business of 50 people. Mm-hmm. I, I've had former art teachers in my class um, as well as school leavers. Yep. So you have a very diverse group of people, all sorts of mm-hmm. educational experience and stuff. So you have to kind of know your stuff and you have to be good at your job. So I kind of, I figured, okay, I did my teacher training, which is grand, but it doesn't cover you, it doesn't prepare you fully for, 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 for work. Yeah. So I started to go back into hit, hit the books again, uh, reading up on teaching, reading up on painting, reading up on drawing. Um, there was no YouTube at the time. There was no <laughs> internet even actually. So you just had to go and get books and read up on stuff. Yeah. And, that was a big deal for me, actually. And and I also started to learn from students as well. I started to listen to students and some some students were really talented and they had they knew stuff that I didn't know as well. And um, mm. so after a while, then, yeah, I, 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 I figured I was just uh, kind of getting a lot better at my job um, from the point of view of the fact that I was working at getting better at it, studying and trying to get better at it and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, I can say as a student, yeah. I mean, you really come across as someone that is passionate, that has, you do, because I remember I went down to the Crawford Art Gallery down there in Cork uh, yeah. with a friend of mine at the time, and we saw you there, and you were just 
looking around, seeing what was there as well, too, the same as us. And you go there all the time, yeah. I'm sure. And yeah. you can tell that you have real passion for it. And it really rubs off on students. All the teachers there, I've got to say, your uh, enthusiasm rubs off a lot for loss. We're like, yeah, let's actually, let's make some stuff. Let's be, let's be creative today. <laughs> you know, it really yeah. comes across. And um, yeah, no. And um, we can, I... I'm going to say, you know, that I always felt that we could ask you questions too, you know, that you knew your stuff as well. And yeah. I remember you did a, a piece once where you came in, you recited the Dadaist poem <laughs> and you came in to I dress stop. up in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I have looked up more data stuff since then yeah. as well because of that. Yeah. And uh, put me down a line of stuff. It was very, very, very interesting. Um uh, art movement. I'm thinking mm. of maybe doing an interview or uh, an interview. I'm going to do an interview with Dada. Now I'm going mm. to do um, a podcast. I'm thinking about it. Maybe uh, mm. an episode about Dada and uh, yeah, surrealism yeah. and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, no. And so you say there like um, that you listen to the students and what they give you back. Yeah, you kind of a lot of little chats as well too. Yeah. Know? I think yeah. that's important too. I often mm. say. I, 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 I kind of don't like the term. I, I, I often don't refer to myself as an arts teacher mm -hmm. uh, because there, there, you know, uh, there is a kind of some ideas around there that say that art cannot be taught. There's actually a book entitled Art Cannot Be Taught, you know. <sighs> but so I always like to think that what I do is I work with people um, about their art and their learning of art. Mm. So it's, you know, you can teaching sometimes it has this idea that you're kind of like i have stuff and i'm giving you stuff that i know yeah. you know what i mean mm -hmm. no i do a bit of that obviously because I, I do know stuff that my students don't know and, and and i think it's important that they know it yep but, but it's also important that they they take ownership of their learning as such you know yeah. and uh, they find their own direction and their own strengths and things like that that's really important and so it's, it's kind of like guiding them towards in that mm -hmm. direction rather than saying you go here this is what you do you know dictating isn't good for art teaching um, yeah that yeah. is something as well i noticed that um that you would it didn't really feel like here's a big long lecture you know sometimes that could be great but yeah. you would say right we're gonna have a little bit of chat about us and discussion as well too and we could be you could be drawing whatever you would say you say do some drawing as you listen and i find that is really actually brilliant for listening actually as well is the drawing as you're listening and taking notes kind yeah. of as well too and you know, feel like all right i must take it make it, do a drawing of this make me think of this now or whatever yeah but it what you said i remember at the start of the course you mm. said even if you can't draw a stick figure mm. that's where we're starting from and i think a lot of people and you see it a lot on in on social media now i say a lot of people and it's heartbreaking to hear people say this they mm. feel like some people are just born gifted to to yeah. do art. Mm, yeah, I completely disagree. I do not yeah. believe for a second. Mm. I there's a great Bob Ross clip where he's talking about this, and I wonder, you as a teacher, what do you say to people when they say to you, "I can't even draw a stick figure, and I don't, I barely even want to try," but you can kind of tell they maybe they would love to do art, but they just mm. don't have the confidence to do it. And does that mindset of mm. people are just born gifted to it? What do you think mm -hmm. of that? Well, yeah, do you know, I, I did a, a, a thing in college years ago on, um, on the psychology of child art. And it's very interesting. So you can look at 
drawings that children do over various ages, you know, from yeah. literally from a, a kind of a nine month old you know, scribbling randomly on a piece of paper, you know, to, as a, you know, to kind of more representational art as the child yeah. develops up. But there is a thing called the age of decision, and that usually occurs around the age of 14 or 15. And that's where a child who has happily drawn uh, unselfconsciously up to a point, all of a sudden decides I'm not very good at this or I'm better at other things. And they mm -hmm. just simply stop drawing, they stop making art. And part of me kind of says, well, that's that's a little bit sad, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? To just to kind of like decide, oh, I'm, I'm not good at drawing and I'll never draw yeah. again. Um, uh, and, and others obviously then do, they, they can say, well, actually, I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. And, and they, they continue along. They, they might end up even going to art college or they might end yeah. up being, being creatively. But but the vast majority of people will, at some stage in their childhood, have done some drawing and sketching and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. But yeah. that will, will reach that point, the age of decision, where they decide they won't continue with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to think that maybe there's opportunities there for, for people who have dropped drawing, you know, at that yes. age. And if they had the desire to take it up and it's a learnable yeah. skill, it is a learnable That's skill. And I might recommend a book. If mm -hmm. can do, that. do yeah. of course. Uh, drawing on the right hand side of the brain by Betty De Betty Edwards is a really good book for anybody who wants to learn how to draw uh, properly, like observational drawing. Um, so that's that. I, I use a lot of the techniques from the book in teaching. And again, that's a book that I didn't know when I was in art school. I, mm -hmm. uh, I found out about it when I started teaching and. Um, I thought this was brilliant, that what the stuff in this is really kind of like interesting. Um, and uh, so I, I use, you know, myself and Neve as well, who teaches art mm -hmm. and drawing of course, would use yeah. uh, her techniques uh, for drawing. So, but it is a learnable skill and it's it's practice. And, you know, I, I, you might be familiar with the brain of, the, sorry, the theory of the plasticity of the brain, which means that our, our brains, when we're young, are very good at, at changing yes. and learning and stuff. As we get older, yeah. we're not so good, but it, it doesn't mean we don't stop. It doesn't mean we can't learn when we get older as yeah. such. And you, you can just learn and you just make new neural connections in your brain and rewire your brain a little bit so to make it more visual. And drawing is very good at that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, we take information all the time. I mean, people yeah. are out there listening to this, they're, you're reading the news every day, you're learning things all the time. So why can't a skill be something yep. you add to that as well too and i think as well i think it's even if it's a hobby it doesn't have to be like your vocation it could be like a hobby yeah because i do it as a hobby i don't uh, yeah. make money doing art but i i love still mm. paint and i still draw all the time and i um yeah. i started uh watercolors again lately oh, brilliant. and um, i'm really enjoying that Good, but yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. um just paint any old odd thing comes into my head uh, painted a lot of robots, Ray. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what the meaning behind that is. It wasn't to do with the um, <laughs> okay. what's going on in the news at all, actually. But it was yeah. just, I don't know why it was robots, but I enjoy painting robots in yeah. having existential crises. <laughs> it seems so, yeah. to be that's my go-to. I don't know why, but there we go. There but go. Um, yeah. anyway. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> So, but again, the internet's a great resource as well today. Yes. Like, there's so many really good videos up there on YouTube. And, yeah. Uh, so, if anybody wants to learn something, you know, and they can't, you mm -hmm. know, have time to go to a night course or yeah. you know, the motivation, but they'll find something on YouTube. Um, I mean, uh, there's always a the classic Bob Ross. 
Very I mean, just, yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. A lot of great <laughs> advice in that too with the um, happy little accidents. Because it's true, like, if you're painting a tree, it's like, well, they're yeah. not going to know what tree it is. Don't worry about it. No one's looking that much at a bloody tree. Yeah. A tree could be a, a branch out there. It's fine, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. That kind of thing is is good, I think. But um, but yourself, now what what kind of, what kind of painting do you paint? What do you do for fun as a hobby? I mean, do you do art at home? Uh, so um, I do occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, during the summers, uh, yep. I so I, I it, it's kind of like um, I suppose I practice what I preach, if that makes sense. Do you know yep. what I mean? But I don't see myself as an artist. That's a different ball game and i think that's that's important i do my see myself as an art teacher that's my that's that's what i am i'm not an artist it's being an artist is different um um and a lot of people say oh those who can't uh, teach and there's there's a bit of that about it but i certainly can do stuff that some artists can't do i'm very mm-hmm. flexible I'm, I'm very versatile i can work in lots of different media i can work very quickly um you know, uh, I know a lot of theory. I know a, a, a lot of history. I know a lot. A lot of uh, artists tend to be quite narrow in their focus, in, you know, in terms of the materials that they use and the the themes that they explore and stuff like that. Um, mm. But with an art teacher, you have to you have to have a wide range of skills. You know, drawing, painting, printmaking, sculpture. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and be competent. In have you ever really thought about the um? being artists being focused using one material but it's so true yeah a lot of yeah. if you're doing one type of like if you do digital art you're going to use digital stuff all the time if you do paint yeah. you do paint all the time yeah a lot of them do do kind of focus oh, yeah. in on one discipline if you like you know mm-hmm. um which again and the, 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 you know this this the, the reason for that is you know just to get stronger at that yeah. particular discipline you know um yeah but um but I, that's actually true too that yeah. you an artist would have to be you know, knowledgeable of all the arts uh, within the arts. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah. It, it 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 certainly helps, right? You know, and um, yep. um, so, but again, I suppose it, it there's a particular skill set in it. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I'm very lucky with my colleagues inside, and you you you've, you've obviously met the people need for products yes. and stuff like that. You know, and um, brilliant, all of them. Yeah, they're great, and and they're they're just really good people. Uh, yes. You know, yeah. 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 People, persons, whatever you want. Yeah. That is. really came across with them. Honestly. Yeah. 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 All yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but well, you know, there is a kind of. I wonder if there's some people. I, I, you know. Well, no, I'm not going to go on this line and talk. No, I was mm-hmm. going to say about modern art about people maybe having preconceived notions and people yeah. kind of. You know, thinking art is a bit snobby sometimes, mm. but then you go into an art course, like, it's not that at all. You know, I've never met an artist that was snobby. That's my own personal mm. lived experience. That's everyone's lived experience, of course. Uh, of course, I know that there are artists out there that are snobby. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you kind of think of Andy Warhol and stuff like that. You kind of go, well, is that an act? You know, yeah. boyfriends of his have said that it was an act and they were like, what do you like? You know, in public and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. But, um, I mean, it's not though, is it? I mean, it's artists for everyone, surely. It it is, and and there's a when the 20th century artist Wolfgang Kandinsky, oh. he had a lovely theory in relation to uh, the role of the artist. You know, mm-hmm. and one of one of the, one of the things that he wrote, he said, the role of the artist is support the arts, and essentially what he was kind of saying is that if somebody's an artist, 
what and say they're uh, they're 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 let's say the other artists are mm -hmm. you know in, are doing better than them. Okay, just mm -hmm. say I'm an artist and the guy down the road is selling loads of paintings and he's he's making a very successful career. I, I, have, a, I have a choice of reactions here. I can be very jealous of that person, you know, and yeah. I can try to emulate that person. I can try to be like that person in some ways, you know. Mm -hmm. But Kandinsky would say, no, no, he said, what you should do is you should be pleased for that person because that person is promoting art. You should admire that person, compliment him, uh, and, um, and ultimately then just be your own artist. You know what I mean? Uh, that's it. And, and I think that's a really healthy way, not just for art, but in life generally. You know what I mean? Totally. There's no jealousy or comparing yourself unfavorably to other people is, yep. is counterproductive. And I take that into teaching as well. So mm -hmm. I really, really, really try my best not to compare people within my class. They kind of mm -hmm. say, oh, look, everybody, look, this is the best student over here. Do you know what I mean? Be yeah. like this, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of the teachers do, you know, it's an easy, it's an easy thing to do. You know what I mean? If yep. you want to be successful, do stuff like, you know, Michael here kind of thing, you know? But, um, <laughs> or do the opposite with Michael. Don't do that. That was, but don't do that, Michael. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I've never, you've never, no one ever told me that. <laughs> everybody's their own person. And that's it. Yeah. You know, and you can, you can look at the other person's working and yeah. admire and kind of go. Like, I often did. Them. I would often yeah. walk around and I would have chats. Yeah. I, I would always be like, this is amazing. You're a genius. <laughs> was often a thing I would often say. Because, because what yeah. got me was with art is if someone is being themselves through art. Yeah. I think I like if or even that, but if even if someone just being creative, they're like, oh no, how'd you come up with that now? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it exactly. That's yeah. so, that's and what that's I important. got as well too yeah. is as well, of course, as you get the basics, you do with you know, you taught the basics of uh sketch and you get that's one thing maybe yeah. is a great point to make for as I wrap up here, but is that you do need the fundamentals of making the art you want to make. You're not going to paint the Sistine Chapel yeah. overnight. You got to put in the work. You got to practice and you know do the yeah. the stuff, craft. You know, it is true. I like the, in the the fine art course this year. Now the the first project we call is called first project we're doing this year is called Skills, mm. and you probably did a version of this back in the day, and essentially it is just about developing the skills of you know drawing and painting color mixing recognizing colors uh experimenting with different materials and media and stuff yeah uh, because i always say like if somebody wants to be a poet the first thing they have to do is learn the language you know what i mean so if, if you want to be an artist the first thing you have to do is learn the visual language and learn mm. learn your your skills you know um and yeah. then when you have those skills and you're fluent with them because you've practiced uh well then that's when the poetry happens then that's when that's you it. know you can start to be creative and uh, so it, this, so the skills are really important and we do, I suppose that's where we, the teaching does come in because we do teach skills in the course. We mm -hmm. explain colour theory, we explain about the different types of brushes, yep. we explain, about, you know, what the visual elements and shading and tone and all this sort of stuff. And, and so we we don't just say to the students, you know, go off and paint the windy day as my old art teacher used to do. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to say, well, if you want to paint this, you know, what? want to paint here's how you mix color if you yeah. want to draw here's maybe a, the better pencils to use kind of stuff whatever the case might be you know so yeah. that's important yeah. yeah just like if you if somebody's learning to drive you wouldn't kind of just say to me here's the here's the accelerator here's the brake here's the steering wheel yeah. you go <laughs> stuff you know you need <laughs> 
they, they might learn to drive, but uh, it would be not a, a pleasant experience, you know. No. So they need, everybody needs a bit of guidance for the tuition. Exactly, stuff, you know, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Well, Ray, I've gone. We've nearly gone over the time, so I'm going to say thank you so much for uh, t- the time to talk to me. And I want to also no say problem. that I always remember to wash my brushes. <laughs> he used to say that, and I was like, I always, and even I wash them, I go, I'm just like, I'm not going to let the paint dry on these brushes now. And I hope folks yeah, at home, no, uh, Big Red, <laughs> top tip. <laughs> Top tip, always, always wash your brushes. It seems so obvious, but you go, sometimes you're like, I'm asleep. No, no, I'll actually wash them in fairness. But um, again, Ray, thanks so much for taking the time for doing this uh, podcast with me. Um, thanks so much for being you, Ray. I want to say thank you to you and all the teachers below there in, for uh, for teaching and for being an inspiration. And uh, the art world is a better place for having you folks in it. You've made some great artists over the years, that's for sure. Right, I'm blushing here now, you can't see it, I'm actually <laughs> blushing. So thanks, Michael. And, and again, like, I have very fond memories of that year that you were on the course and the Father Ted Night and all the sort of crack and... Oh, yeah. Hello, <laughs> forgot about and that. Was, yeah. That was, yeah, Ray, yeah, so. that was one of the things that started... So, folks, no, I'm going to go over it, I don't care. I'm, I'm sorry, Nora, I'm yeah. going to keep it for two minutes. But you yeah. are the reason, basically, that I went into radio. So I did this, I don't know why... We had a father ten night to raise money, and um, for what was the what was the fundraiser for again? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. But it was years ago, but it was a fundraiser yeah. night anyway. And we had a father ten night, yeah. and um, I was the MC, and I'd never done anything like that before. I was not a host or anything, but it was sure. after that, and I said, you know, I'm actually going because I'd always wanted to work in radio, which makes no That's sense brilliant. how I ended up. The, the timeline doesn't make sense, right? So I go from this is one of the things like you were saying around where you yeah. I went from an art course, visual arts into yeah. audio. There's <laughs> mm. no doesn't well, I don't know how I ended up there. I don't know how that worked out, but it worked out for like five years. So I'm doing podcasting. Really? Well, so, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a great story because yeah, you you were up there with the microphone there and you were doing the damn thing. So that was that was <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks I, I for that. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, it was destiny. It, it was. was destiny. Yeah, <laughs> well, thanks again, and, Ray. And uh, yeah. there, that's it. That's it exactly. So, Ray, thank you yeah. again so so much for doing this again. Sorry, not for thanking you again, but uh, thanks again. Okay. And um, I'm gonna stop recording now. Well, there we go. That was my chat with Ray Lonigan. Hope you enjoyed that, folks. Next week, I've got another interview for you. It's with the artist Skinner. An absolutely amazing artist. Can't wait for you to hear our chat. Uh, that'll be up next week. Don't forget, if you haven't already, do subscribe. And actually, I meant to say this the last episode of the week, episode before. If you're there on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you're using, don't forget to leave a little review and a rating for the show. It really helps out a lot. And if you want to tell a friend about it, you know, spread the word. Anyway, there we go. That's all for me this week. Have a fantastic rest of your week, folks, until I speak to you again. This has been Michael Muto, your podcast pal.